once again to The Rise of the Cordyceps Infected and HBO One of Us, or I should say Last of Us podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Doing all right. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you? I'm doing all right. Excellent. And in the province of Alberta, Canada? Hey, everyone. It's Sean. Hope you're doing well. Indeed. And uh, for a couple of warnings, uh, Sean will be dropping off and dropping back, dropping off and coming back on, depending on some uh, circumstances uh, that he has uh, at his, at, uh, his location. So, Don't uh, get if you old. Drop, if you, yeah, so if you drop <laughs> off, uh, we'll uh, just wait for you to come back, but we'll uh, keep the podcast going with the three of the, uh, us, me, Mike, and Barrett. Uh, but the last then, of us. Yes, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's yes, but, but the three of us, the last of us. There you go. Couldn't, couldn't resist. Sorry. And it's the sure. Canadian who goes first. What the hell? So, uh, well, the whole the whole show is is filmed right there in Alberta, Canada, except for a little bit in Atlanta, I think. I don't know. But anyway, um, uh, who, who are we? What, what are we? And what? Why are you listening? Well, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. It is the network of a number of podcasts, uh, mostly genre-related, so horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrills, techno-thrills, mysteries, grindhouse, arthouse, midnight movies, foreign language, and the like, basically talking intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. However, this show here is, uh, as I noted, The Rise of the Cordyceps Infected, an HBO Last of Us podcast, which talks about the weekly television series uh, for season one anyway, uh, The Last of Us, which is airing right now on HBO. And we're here to uh, dissect, critique, and review each episode of that television series. The television series is based off of the video game The Last of Us, which is known for uh, the PlayStation uh uh, original or PlayStation exclusive, though, uh, as co-host Mike mentioned in the past episodes of this podcast, that it is coming to uh, PC. Or may, may, I don't know about Mac, but at least PC. Um, now, uh, we do have a website, which is www.darkdiscussions.com, and we do have an email. You can email us two ways, simply typing in darkdiscussions at AOL.com or pressing the contest contact us a menu choice on any page of www.darkdiscussions.com and that will open up an email box that you can uh, also send an email that way. Just put in the subject, Cordyceps or Last of Us or something like that and we'll know it's specifically for this podcast here rather than one of the other many podcasts on the network and we will um, read your email on this podcast, uh, giving you giving us your thoughts and and such. Sean, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? Uh, they can also click on the Patreon link, which is where people can support different uh, creators of different forms of entertainment. In this case, you could support the podcast because even though the podcast is released free to everyone, there's a whole bunch of fun behind the scenes costs and expenses. So any funds that you can donate to support the podcast helps keep us going. Uh, that if it's a dollar a month, it doesn't like anything counts, and it's appreciated. But for every five dollars that you're able to donate each month, you get to pick a movie that will be uh, go into a draw every quarter to be drawn for an actual movie review done on either the Dark Discussions main podcast or 
one of the sister podcasts, depending on where it falls genre-wise. But it's nice to be able to support the podcast. You get an awesome review done when your movie gets chosen. And, uh, again, it helps everything keep going. So that's much appreciated. Any support you can provide is is appreciated as, you know, just listening to the podcast and giving us the numbers that way, too, helps. So thank you every way, shape, and form. In well, fact, we, we're we, watching we one of those movies this week, for this week. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Mike. And, yeah, so, and we know roughly how many people are downloading each episode each week. And you simply there's a lot of overlap between, you know, the, the various members of the Dart Discussions podcast family. You know, we have a rough idea of uh, the number of, of people listening. And, you know, we're not asking for much. A dollar a month would probably cover the server costs uh, over the course of a year. So, oh, sure. yeah. yeah, so that would that would be great. We're not asking for a huge amount. There are, there are a number of things I'll do on Patreon. That's that's it. That's a dollar dollar here, a dollar there. That actually on, doesn't feel like a lot on your part, but it does go a long way. I understand that everybody could do that. I understand there's a reason why free entertainment is so popular, um, you know, especially with cost of lots of things rising. Some of you have children that for some reason you feel the need to take care of, but um <laughs> If you, if you can swing it, then that would be wonderful. And, by the way, if you're going to support us, also consider supporting uh, any of the other free artists out there that you can. But mostly us. Indeed. Indeed. And, uh, again, it's uh, greatly appreciated uh, any help uh, because we are doing this for free. And if you're listening, that means you have some entertainment value uh, from our discussions. And, you know, if you can donate a buck a month, uh, as Mike said, that's that's not much at all. That's what twelve dollars a year. Um, that would be greatly helpful to pay for all the the server costs, as Mike mentioned, because all the episodes have to be stored on a cloud by a third company, uh, as well as the website is that way as well, which is a, another company, um, and and whatnot. So uh, once again, for those who do donate, the few of you that do, thank you very much. Um, all right, so uh, we're going to be talking about an uh, episode called Ken, uh, which is the sixth episode in the series uh, that aired February 19th, 2023. Uh, for folks who are curious, like some of our listeners, Pam, uh, who always wonder when we record our podcast, uh, this one is being recorded February 21st, Tuesday, 2023, and uh, we're planning to uh, release this tomorrow. Uh, so by the time you hear it, it'll be either that day or past of February 22nd, 2023, Wednesday. Um, we're talking about Ken, which I mentioned is directed by Jasmila Zabinik, who is a, a Herzegovinian um, slash Bosnian, which is basically the same country, um, individual. And it's written by Craig Mazine, who's the, the showrunner or one of the co-showrunners, uh, last week's episode, Endure and Survive, uh, since it was released on a very oddball time, uh, its viewership live was going to be very small, and sure enough, it was 382,000 because it was dropped on Wednesday, I mean, Friday morning, I think, and so no one was watching it live because they're all at work. Um, Why was know, it dropped uh, then? Knock, knock on wood that you have a job. Um, it, because of Super Bowl Sunday. So it was, was last, oh, oh, right. It was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Last week. So endure and survive, uh, this week's Ken, uh, to be determined. Um, 
All right, so uh, what we do here, we talk about everything and anything. We spoil everything because we talk details, uh, specifics, what's going on in the show and all that. Because, again, we're assuming everybody who's listening to this podcast is a fan of the show or a hater of the show and just want to hear hate. Um, but uh, hate watch or love watch, uh, we're here to talk about it. And you folks, we're assuming, have already watched the episode. So we're here to spoil everything. So we're assuming you already have seen the show. Uh, so you've been warned. All right. So I was going around and discuss our, our feelings on Ken. Um, and we can start with you, Barrett. Yeah, I, uh, again, <laughs> there's still the zombie issue. There were no zombies in this episode, but I really, really like this episode because um, even the human drama was more of mostly the um, family and friendly um, type of interactions between the characters. And it was especially about um, Joel and Ellie getting closer together. And I really, really liked that. Uh, don't get me wrong. I really want zombies, but it was a really good episode and I really liked their um, working together in this episode and how we saw them growing as a, a pair like him, almost like a father to her. And uh, it was, it just felt good. Felt like a good episode. All right. That's good. Uh, Sean, what do you got? Uh, if you hear chattering, it's just because I'm in my car and it's minus 24 Celsius or minus 11 Fahrenheit. <laughs> So just a warning there. Um, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah, there you go. Um, I enjoyed the episode. I had kind of hoped they would do some of the infected stuff in this episode that they pulled off in the game. So I don't know if it's a budget thing or what. And that's why they're not having as much with the infected. But the stuff like Barrett mentioned with the relationship stuff with uh, Joel and Ellie is good. I, I, I enjoyed that. I uh, liked how they kind of played off the stuff with other people we meet in the episode. Uh, little changes here or there. But, uh, yeah, I, overall, the episode was fine. Uh, but I would like to have more infected if possible. <laughs> Just for the fun of it. So, But otherwise, it's uh, I'm fine with it. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I would concur with uh, Barrett and Sean that uh, – the relationship to the two main characters uh, was really good, um, and it, and the thing is, though, it, it wasn't unexpected. So not, not none of it was like, oh wow, that's cool, because you know you knew that's where they were going to go, where the, the father figure and daughter type relationship that was going to occur. You knew that was going to happen. So it just finally happened. So now that it's happened, it's it's a little better. Um, in that relationship aspect of the two characters. Um, the episode itself, um, yeah, I wasn't really a fan. Uh, I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, I didn't, um, I don't know. I, I just want, I'm, I I don't like soap operas, and I know Mike hates when I say this, but this film just, this episode just seemed like a regular TV show that you would watch that has nothing to do with apocalypse or zombies. And um, that's not the reason why I'm, I'm here to watch the show. If I wanted to watch that type of show, there's plenty of good shows that I could watch like Yellowstone or whatever that would have stuff like that. Um, so for me, this episode was um, uh, mediocre and uh, I wasn't a fan much at all of it. Uh, so I, I think I'll be probably the only person here that 
will, uh, or let me not rephrase because we haven't heard from Mike yet, but I will be, probably be the, mo- the person that dislikes this episode the most out of uh, everybody here, it appears, or what I'm thinking. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I think it's fair to say you'll be the one that dislikes it the most. I like this episode. I think after last week, um, where I think we went over the them deciding to deliberately skip over the video game parts of the video game, uh, I've made a little bit more peace with what the show is going to be, and therefore I'm not expecting it to be a thing that I want it to be. And, and just I'm gonna I'm a little bit more open to taking it as it is. Although this is not what I want it to be, and I I agree with you. This is um, it's a post-apocalyptic show that's that's a video game show that's ignoring the video game part of it. It's a post-apocalyptic show that's barely touching on what really caused the apocalypse. Uh, you could make it if this was like an adaptation of the road. You know, <laughs> this feels a little bit more like it would be that. Um, where the where the road, the apocalypse just kind of happens, and you don't get all the details of it. You just follow the man and his son wandering through the wasteland, and, and this kind of feels like that, right? It's sort of a zombie apocalypse without the zombies. Um, I know it's weird to say that after we just had that big episode last week, uh, and I do have a little bit of an issue. You know, and I did say last week that, you know, we're in in middle of nowhere in uh, North America, and I wouldn't expect a whole shitload of zombies there. Um, But they basically, we we fast forward by three months, uh, which is important character development time. I complained about the much beloved episode three because it took time away from developing them as a character, as characters. They've had, as far as we can tell, Two dramatic moments that they lived through together, and then we fast-forwarded through to where we are now. And it feels like they fast-forwarded the relationship, and it doesn't feel as earned as it could have been. Um, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. about that. Yeah. So that's part of the reason that you do that zombie uh, gameplay stuff. The, the joystick stuff um, is that you give them some of that drama to survive through. And yeah, shorthand, we all know how this works, right? The, uh, the two most attractive people in the TV show are going to fall in love because they're the leads and that's what's expected of them. But it's nice when they lay the groundwork. And I think they sort of laid the groundwork, but there's a whole lot of, it's like, there were like ellipses and really, you know, Joel and Ellie get together, dot, dot, dot. And now they're like family. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there was the Seinfeld line, the, the yada, yada, the best part, you know. So, uh, yep. So I said, no, no, I mentioned the bisque. But um, that's my one complaint. And it's a complaint on a sort of a meta level, an issue with the series as a whole and not this episode. So now that I know what I'm expecting from this show, uh, I got from this show what I would, am now expecting. Um, and I rather enjoyed it. I really actually liked the, the people at the beginning. Uh, I thought they were a lot of fun. I thought that this <laughs> was a nice, I thought this was a nice interlude, um, between set pieces. I, again, it would be more effective if there was more to have an interlude to, you know, a, a chance for the characters to catch their breath when they've basically been as, Seems to have been told to us they've been doing nothing but catching their breath for the last three months. Uh, but I kind of, I did 
still enjoy the episode. I enjoyed the character work that they were doing. Um, I still enjoy the relationship between these two. Uh, I don't know the details of the game. As I've said before, I have not played the game. I do, however, know enough of the game and, for that matter, uh, enough of the sequel to have a rough idea what's going to happen to some of the characters in this. But I don't know the, the hows. Assuming, um, assuming they follow the second game. Assuming they follow it. Assuming they yeah. follow it. Um, which I have to imagine that for the most part they will. So, um, well, I don't know because it, it, it removes some chess pieces of, of some, some characters that would make me question how, if, if that would work, but go on, like, go on. I'm well, sorry. I'm just not expecting the entire cast to return next year. Let's, let's just put it that way. Okay. Um, how and why one of them gets removed. I don't know. So I was not expecting the thing that happened at the end of the, this week to happen or certainly not to ha- expect it to happen now. Uh, I don't know if this is how it happens in the game. I don't know if this is a, a thing because uh, the person could be recovering from what happens. It is. Yeah, they changed possible. it up a bit. So we'll see. Um, next week, I think, is going to be um, a flashback episode. Yeah. I think one of the DLCs. Yeah. Well, and I think that adds to your point about, you know, this three month, you know, we don't even see three months, but yet we've had an episode about two characters that basically die and next week's going to be a flashback episode. It's like and then they, they only have two so- episodes in Kansas city too, right? Yeah. I mean, they only have so many episodes to work with and they, they're going on kind of side quests a little too much, I think. Well, I think they could have put next week's episode this week and not having seen it, obviously um, just because they just fast forwarded through three months later and they could have given the yeah. audience a little time. To feel yeah. that that time away from them as in that's a good that point. So, so now they have this. Well, I think they did it intentionally to have a cliffhanger with with Joel's character. Yeah, an extra yeah. week. I'm sure. And the other thing is that there's this this speech by Ellie about uh, everyone that she's loved has either died or left her, uh, and that's an important story point. I don't know dramatically if it's more effective for us to have told her that told us that without having ever witnessed any of it and then we get to see that backstory afterwards is that you know a mystery that they now get to fill in or would it have hit harder had we seen all that stuff happen and so we know exactly where she's coming from and what she's talking about the same way we know exactly what's happened uh to joel and why he is the way he is um i suspect it would be better for us to know but uh, what do i know um you know, if it's uh, assuming that there is no wraparound segment in next week's episode, maybe, you know, that's uh, we're going to be seeing Ellie nurse Joel to health and flashbacks as she's doing it. So structurally, that wouldn't work. But if the entire, entire episode is just a standalone flashback episode, um, excuse me, uh, then you could always rewatch the show out of order if she so choose. Uh, like I said, just it's a weird thing. But the episode in itself, I really liked. I think there's a lot of little things in it I like, little nice little touches I like. Um, I, I did think they managed to build up some tension, some drama uh, in some places, unfortunately, without always a lot of action to pay it off. I was hoping maybe something a little bigger or better to come out of the, the ending. Um, but it also felt natural the way it, it played out, so that kind of worked for me too. Like I said, I'm a little bit all over the place. I'm conflicted because there is what is there and what is there I think is good. It's what is not there that's annoying me. 
I think that's the that's the main thing. All right, sounds good. Um, so uh, that's our opinions on the episode. Um, I don't have to rehash. I think everybody knows where everybody stands. So uh, what we do here on the podcast is, as folks uh, who are listening to us know, and those who are new, uh, again, we, we spoil everything because, again, we're assuming you all watched the episode and you're here to hear other perspectives. And uh, based off of our, our various opinions tonight on uh, this episode, uh, you'll probably get a lot of good uh, variety. Um and uh, sometimes listening is better than uh, watching on YouTube or reading reviews, too. So uh, hopefully we help you on your train ride to work or whatnot. Um, all right. So uh, where do we want to begin? Um, yeah. So. All right. Yeah, go ahead, Sean. I, I think you so, yeah, before I drop off, I was going to throw two things in. So one of the changes they made from the game was the, the sequence at the end when they're at the university and they have those raider people. Because in the game, they're t- like Joel and Ellie go through the uh, the university and see the monkeys like they do in the show. So that part was they they did most of the parts of it, but they changed it up in the sense that when Joel fights with the Raiders, there's actually also a series of clickers in the university as well that they have to deal with in the bloater. So they take that whole part out, have just the small part with the Raiders, and then he gets stabbed by the guy in the, the the show, but in the game, the situation is he and the guy that he's wrestling with fall out a window down two stories and he falls on a piece of rebar and impales himself. And then they... And the they guy, the to, raider probably just dies, right? The, the raider dies, but yeah. then they're trying to basically then have to you know leave escape and then he falls off his horse and it leads to what whatever is gonna they're gonna do in the the next i guess not this episode coming up but the next one but so that was a bit of a change and again it was the thing that i that i've only mentioned this about us it's i know it's a nitpick but it seems like the showrunners are taking out some of the best tension stuff that was in the game and right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that does justice to the story you're telling. Because yes, you can't have you can't play the video game. Understandable. But there's also a point where like you could still have them being attacked by the clickers and the bloater because it's a really freaky scene, and it's you like it builds up tension. And if you're a horror person or whatever who likes that kind of stuff, not having that does take away from the the stuff. And again, I love the stuff of the relationship with Joel and Ellie, and I think that's going well. Again, I'm not sure about jumping to three month thing, whatever, but it just it's it it is now there's two big sequences that you know people who play the game really love, like the stuff, the skyscraper stuff in Boston, and then this sequence at the university that they've just oh, and then don't forget and don't forget the um the uh. The, and then the school, the high school, and, the high school, and even in the cemetery attack was pretty yeah. cool. So, so again, I know you can't do all of the. You're not going to just reprint the video game. I'm not asking for that, but you're taking away some of the most tension-filled stuff that you could have for the characters. Right, the best stuff. And that's, and again, that's just my opinion, well, and I'm sure that, you know whatever. But that's just two, what I was. My feeling was it two things it. about that. What, for example, when they the, there's this Thai film. Thailand film called Shutter. 
that has this really awesome scene where the ghost is on a ladder, uh, um, uh, fire escape ladder, and it, and it's walking upside down after the the protagonist. And that scene was unbelievable in that film. And then they remade the film uh, in the United States in Hollywood, and that scene they didn't have in it. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And then uh, Pet Cemetery, the one of the best scenes. Um, is is when Gage speaks in Ruth's voice, and that was awesome in the book. And then every adaptation of the movie, it's not there, and it's like, oh my god, it's like the well, best that's, part that's of the that's whole your book. opinion as to what one of the best scenes of the book is, and it's not an essential plot point, right? Right, but, but it, it brings the tension in, is what Sean is trying to emphasize. There's I'm lots just of I'm just doing a, a couple of other analogies. Yeah, so, but this is this is but, a. To me, this is like if somebody was if when Rob Reiner adapted the Princess Bride, he said, we're going to do the Princess Bride. We're going to lead out lead about all the meta commentary and the humor, in which 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 completely would miss the point, right? So it's um, right, well, you're you're doing a video game adaptation without the video game stuff. It's like doing a romance without the romantic stuff. Well, I, I don't know. I'm thinking I'm, I agree with Sean more than you, Mike. Sean's points are, are, are pretty valid. Which is the, the the highest tension, and it even goes back to your point too. You're, Mike, you're leaving is, out one. You're picking but, one point in the story, but, but it also leaves out everything that you 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 actually said in your review of the episode, your, which is uh, their relationship is unearned because we don't have those type of scenes. And and Sean just mentioned some of the good scenes that they have in the game that can build that type of relationship. So you've even pointed it out. No, you're, you're but you're picking it. out. You're picking out individual moments, which when you're dealing with something of a uh, time constraint that novels don't necessarily have. Um, I don't know about the uh, and Shutter the, the other, and the Shutter film. Shutter. The Shutter. I don't know. I yeah, I didn't see the American remake of it. But now, um, I, I, you're, but you're, I, I, you're, you're missing. They're they're not taking out one. It's not a matter of them taking out one scene. They're taking out almost all of them. Is that's what correct. I'm hearing. And that's, and that's where I think the issue is. It's not. It's. It's, there's a big difference because there's always, no matter what adaptation you look at, there's always going to be one scene that's somebody's well, favorite that they don't include. But 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 that you know, there's set pieces that can make a movie, an episode, or a book really good, and they're removing certain set pieces that were standouts. Is is what Sean is implying, and 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 he may be right. Well, let's be honest. Any set scenes in a game that are going to stand out are going to be the infected scenes. There's not you're not going to be like, "Ooh, wow, there was some drama from with people in this." No, you're going to it's the game scenes that are going to get you. So I, I don't know that that is necessarily a great argument the way you're bringing it up. No, I think saying, that no, if you're going to use Pet Cemetery, be like saying they they adapted Pet Cemetery but they're leaving the undead children out of it or minimalizing the undead child. You know, that's, well, that's the, the main point of it. Uh, and I, none I, of that I, stuff could happen none, without that character being there. But the, there was another question I wanted to ask Sean, which is more important than any of this rubbish. And that is, were the monkeys in the game? Yes, the monkeys were. Cool. And actually, this is a point we had, we talked offline about, was that the animals, <laughs> the monkeys in this case, are great caretakers. Because as you pointed out, yes. the grass is pretty is kept very nicely at the university. And yes, other places. It's mowed. It's, yeah. 
I love I love the I love the monkey scene. I thought it was great. So that was great. So it was good to see that the animals are you know being better caretakers than some humans. (laughs) Can I point out because uh, since I wasn't a fan of this episode, I, I was doing my my nitpicky picking it apart and, and noticing that you notice all the grass is bowed and, yeah, and, well, that's... and Sean made an excellent point which is the fact the monkeys are t- excellent caretakers of the universe well, well the important, it, it the was important winter thing is, did, you count, did you count the monkeys there was a lot of them there were 12 monkeys well there are 12 monkeys that start and then they get the two in the end inside right right right, right. but those are probably just those were probably the just landscaping the monkeys, not the indoor house, not the house monkeys, but the <laughs> outdoor the landscaping monkeys. monkeys. There were twelve <laughs> of them. Yeah. 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 Honest, yeah. Honestly, Phil, my grass looks that that way, and it's not mowed. It hasn't been mowed. Since right, right. But this November. is but this is twenty years of a zombie apocalypse, and oh. the grass is at the same height. <laughs> I, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, that's a running. Yeah. That's been yeah. a long, been like a running gag with The Walking Dead. <laughs> well, was, keep in mind how, that... how neatly mowed all the lawns in The Walking <laughs> right, Dead right, are. Right. The monkeys are good. Um, monkeys. But there were people there until just recently that just left. Right, but you can't. But I don't think they were mowing. Yeah, they probably <laughs> right. weren't. Right, right. You I think can't, they would um, use the gas for something else. But yeah, yeah, we we can't do what Peter Jackson did and like build a Hobbit village and leave it go for a couple of years to grow over to get the right look um there are there are still going to be limitations budgetary but yeah i get it yeah 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 and and to be honest if they're gonna have gas they're gonna they're gonna probably sniff it you know just to get out of the the demise of the whole world just sniff the gas that's what i would do okay just to be on a funnier topic on this i i want to bring up my favorite scene which was the beginning of the uh the episode where he asked his wife if she lied to him, and then he has to ask her whether she's lying to him, so right. that he knows whether she's going to get him killed or not. Yeah, I just thought that was yeah. classic. That was yeah. a great scene. Yeah. Now, now, what, what's wrong with uh, uh, Joel? Is he is does he have a pneumonia? Is he have heart palpitations? Is he just having? Um, I think anxiety, a panic attack. Yeah, panic, I think yeah. It's a panic attack. I think yeah, it's a panic, panic attack, attack. But it's a yeah. panic attack. Uh, what's that, Mike? You say? I, see that was I wrote down in my notes. I said I, I, I thought it was a I, panic attack. If, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was a having a heart attack or a panic attack. Yeah. You because know, like I said, I know. <clears throat> spoiler warning: that somebody in this show is probably not making it through. I don't know how that person is not making it through. So I put down, you know, heart attack question mark and then panic attack. Feel mm-hmm. like it felt like a weird place to have a panic attack. Yeah. Well, um, and, and it's yeah. I mean. I don't know. I mean, again, he had no symptoms of, of any of this prior, right? And this is three months later. So, and it's the middle of winter, and they're not dressed well, and it's in the plains. I think something so, like that happened in an earlier episode, but I don't remember specifically. Yeah, uh, okay. They, they mentioned remember. it on the behind-the-scenes thing at the end. But oh, it, does, it just didn't ring a bell. Yeah, same here. It doesn't ring a bell. Um, so, yeah, I, w- I was curious if, if they had a uh, a panic attack, pneumonia, I was thinking, and then a heart attack too. So I, I had one extra thing, which was pneumonia. Um, so, but he was definitely losing his nerve too. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, that was kind of weird because that felt out of place too, because here's this guy. I mean, everybody has a breaking point and everybody, but it, it just was, I, I, I wish they had had signs of it a lot earlier because when it does happen, it didn't feel in the character of Joel, who's, 
this tough ass. But again, I don't know. Everybody has a break. I I feel like with with this related to the child, like when he went crazy and killed that guy, this is just the opposite of that. Like he's totally fearing he's going to fail her, and that's growing and growing as time goes on, and it's becoming harder and harder for him to take. Yeah. Um, so now he's just getting to the level of panic attacks and. Yeah, I would say it's almost, again, one of those unearned things because it's now really happening hard. Um, yep. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And one again, of those things, unfortunately, in the days of network television, um, it would have been every episode they would have done it. And But part of the reason right. they would have done it every episode yeah. is because you didn't know if anybody saw last week's episode. There was no way to, right. uh, well, you know, back in the days before DVRs and VCRs, um, you had one or two chances to catch an episode and that was it. So you had to be very on the nose of uh, explaining characters, character motivations, subplots. If you even had a subplot running through uh, multiple episodes, but you know, you, you mentioned heart attack and TV show. The first thing that comes to mind is Fred Sanford, you know, and he did that every single episode. He did. Uh, <laughs> well, I, that was just a running gag. I, yeah. I do. Well, it was the 70s. Um, I do want to state that uh, the seriousness of panic attacks and how they can come almost randomly. Um, in, in other words, they don't have to build up. You know, something no, can don't. just happen and you can have a panic t- attack. So I, I don't want to uh, poo-poo that fact. It's just that Joel, based off of everything that he's gone through these last 20 years, he was more hardened than type of person that would have that attack but again anybody can have a breaking point so he's got it well and he's got a trigger in her and it's too close to home even though that happened a really long time ago i think that is where the problem lies oh yeah well 20 years is a long time ago but that shit will haunt you forever exactly yeah he's hardened but he's hardened by shutting himself off and you know like he didn't allow himself to get as close to test as he could have Right. Um, and the problem is now he's allowing himself to get opened up to Ellie and he's putting himself at risk. Right. Well, he even lied to his brother, right? About Tess. Yeah. Tess doing good. You know? Yeah. 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 When she's dead. But then he, he finally yeah, he tells her the truth. But, but yeah, when he first originally co- is confronted by his brother. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so we're introduced to, obviously that was stunt casting to have, uh, uh, what's his name? Green, Green, Graham Green. Is that Graham name? Green. Yeah, yeah. So that was stunt casting, um, and uh, but it worked. I don't know if it's stunt casting because it worked. It was good. Oh, it worked. That's what I mean. It does work, but it was definitely stunt cast. They could have just had you know a character actor that isn't well known play the role, but they 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 made sure to get someone that was big so people would go, oh hey, that's Graham Green. Uh, at least that's how I felt. But it was good. You're absolutely right. It was excellent. Um, and yeah, that was probably the best part of the whole whole episode, in my opinion. That that first five minutes. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, so uh, they're they're in Wyoming, just outside of Jackson Hole or Jackson, if you prefer, which is the same thing. Jackson Hole is just a a, a suburb or village of Jackson. Um, and um, he he uh wants to get there with Ellie because he knows his brother's there or that's where he's assuming his brother is assuming his brother hasn't uh, left yet. Um, because again, this is months later. Yeah. Who knows if, if, I mean, I would, I would be worried that you, you know, I cross this whole friggin' country on foot or a horse or whatever. And then you get there 
And they go, oh yeah, he left like twenty days ago. Sorry, man, or he left, <laughs> left a year ago. I'm sorry, man. I don't know. I don't know where he went. Sorry. And then you're just like, what the well, fuck? they do have radios because he was saying they were keeping in contact that way, but then they stopped. His brother yeah. stopped talking to him. So. Well, his yeah. brother could have died. I mean, right. that would that's be my what I mean. Thought. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. another thing. Yeah, the brother could have croaked. Absolutely, he was being so. awfully hopeful that he was still alive. Exactly. Well, look, if you've exactly. ever been a teenager and had a mother, you know, as soon as somebody doesn't make a phone call, because they're dead. <laughs> right? Because yep. you get that. Yep. Why did you call? I didn't know if you were dead. I'm sorry, Mom. That is true. That is true. Uh, so, yeah, so that was a, um, uh, a good thing that he was there, but um, um, that, yeah, his, his brother is definitely different, completely different than the guy that we met in episode one, that's for sure. Um, and uh, I'm not sure what I, th- I felt about the brother or any of the people in that place. I mean, we really we didn't really meet many of them. We only met a handful. But they uh, they, they felt like they were the beginning of what uh, another dictatorship was going to ha- uh, happen, I felt. There was something about it that just was off, I felt. But that, that may have just been me. Am I wrong to think that? Or was it was I? I think you're wrong to think that. I, I, didn't, I did not feel that at all. Oh, right. see, I, I just been there for a while. I just don't trust that, that's it. I mean, that's the so they, they touch slightly on it politically um, because they talk about basically capitalism versus communism. Everybody should own everything. Nobody should own anything. Um, and what people often fail to take into account in their politics is scale. That right. for a system like communism to work, you have to know and trust the people around you it can work on it it might be able to work on a very small community that doesn't work when you're dealing with a say a nation of a billion people then right you, you don't well, know well, and, and that's 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 just basically a family right i mean if you really want to say right. what, what, what is communism it's well it's a family it's you know because you everybody knows each other you know uh some people are the bosses like the parents and some people are the kids and some people are the grandparents or the uncles aunts or whatever and you know everybody so you share everything because it's my family yeah they're only but, 300 people big i mean <laughs> right right that, you, that's can, you can you can operate that way with that size community right that's a, right that's, well that's, as a as a that's nothing political a political commentator i know likes to point out like i'm you know i you know it's uh, in a family, it's to each according to his needs. You don't expect the baby to pay rent. Um, right. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's you're much more likely to open up your home to your uh, to your your uncle or your cousin or your brother who comes in uh, needing a place to stay than you would be to just a random stranger. Uh, exactly. It's a, a lot of it. Yeah. It's a, so yeah. So I think that that's so I wouldn't read too much into it. If, I don't know if they were trying to. I mean, oh, this is the sure. guy who made who made Chernobyl, so he should have yeah. some idea of the dangers of communism uh, or totalitarianism. But no, well, I didn't I get that. I, yeah, I was going to say I don't believe that any of the nations that called themselves communists over the years, uh, yeah, they were they all dictatorships. Yeah. Well, they all end up in the same place anyway, so that's Dicta- dictatorships. Yeah, 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 and, and um, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, and, and you know they had a couple other interesting aspects like like the um, uh, what do you call it? Um, the Sally Ride. By the way, I have her autograph. And uh, rest in peace, um, because you know when he's, she's naming they're naming all the astronauts, um, you know all the all the she's big because she's the first woman, but I mean first American woman, first American woman. You're absolutely right. Sorry about that. Uh, but for various accomplishments, I mean, um, you know, you usually still would probably think maybe you know John 
Glenn or, or, or one of the two folks, Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong, you know, for the fact that they were on, on the moon. So it, it is just interesting, you know, you know, but maybe, maybe she, I mean, so maybe they're making a statement, but also that maybe she's like me, which always chooses the underdog character. No, I think it's, I, I think first of all, the fact, and, um, you know, you have to, if you know members of the opposite sex, uh, sometimes just having that member of the same sex is, is appealing and has an appeal to it. But what she quotes is that she just has the best name ever for an astronaut. And uh, now Neil Armstrong well, is pretty Neil good. Well, Neil Armstrong is pretty bad. Armstrong, that's pretty good name. Neil Armstrong, not as on point as Ride. But not as on point as Ride, right. And that's, yeah, that's, that's it, exactly. So yeah. she gives a, an example other than... Well, I think Ziggy Stardust say, was probably the best one. No, sorry about that. Well, but he, but he didn't actually go. That, that was all a conspiracy. It was a lie. Right, right. So anyway... Um, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it, but you know, it was a throwaway line. They had it in there obviously for, for a reason because, you know, they, why, why even have things like that in there unless they are trying, you know, I don't know. I didn't think it was awesome conversation. So I feel it was, it wasn't like they said, Oh, here's this great conversation. Let's put it in the, the script. They, they probably had a reason for it. Um, I'm actually more and, and curious how she knew who she was. I mean, we yeah, had well, a she, pretty she big say, breakdown. Didn't she say she she read some? Sort yeah, she of read book. every book in the school library. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, that's what she and, said. Yeah. And the other thing I would say is um, they do mention. First of all, the, the I I did thought it was clever how they kept bringing the sheep comment back. I like right, how right. he used the sheep comment as maybe not what he was really he wasn't really talking about wanting to raise sheep. He just was using it as a shot at her. Um, yeah, because he said I like sheep because they're 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 quiet they're quiet and they do as they're told. Yeah. Um, but he also yep. says, you know, go to, and like, it went over her head, by the way, which was awesome. Oh, no, she got it. She, she oh, you think she did? did? Uh, oh, okay. yeah. She said, haha. But he also said something like, go to sleep and dream of sheep farming on the moon. So he's showing there at some level, right, that there's, there's a future with the two of them together that he's at least on some level thinking about. You know, and they are thinking about living beyond the world that they're in. So one thing that I find, not odd, but sad. It's like so the the Indian couple at the beginning, um, they're out there in the middle by themselves. They're a couple of old people with nothing but each other. They are a lot like Frank and Bill in Episode Three. They're really just living for each other. There is no future there. There is no right. larger community. There are no children. When right. they die, that's it, and they're living. And, and then the question is, are, what are they living for other than each other? And one of them at some point is going to die. And then what is the other one left with? Well, well, and, I, I, and humans you know, like you know to have that, a purpose. Yeah, well, but you know, you know, there's a lot of people that live that lifestyle in the modern age, where you know they only go into the town once a month to to grab some some things or or sell their con or whatever. So I don't think they're saying, well. Life is worthless, and I'm living for this reason. But when my family moves away to college and my spouse dies, my life is worthless. So I, you know, you no, know, no, so- no, no, it's not. But but see, you already said. But they already have that family has moved away to college, and they still have family. They still have other things. They still have connections. These are literally yeah. people have no connection to anything whatsoever. And yes, there are some people who go live off in that uh, live off the reservation, so to speak. Um, 
and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but as a, as a whole, humans do like have well, purpose yeah, we're, we're and meaning. Generally, social. They animals. do like to have yeah. have a place in a larger community. Um, and as a whole, right? What is, you know, the the point of just of kind of living when there is nothing to live for, which is what happens when you have just two people living together, and then, of course, one of them well, is eventually going to die. I'm going to still defend that, because you could argue, and a lot of people say so, what's the point of of the community, too? You know, I mean, what, what's our point? What's, what's you know, we I all feel that in, way all the time. Yeah, exactly. Barrett, I knew you, were, you, would, figure, you would understand that, Barrett, because uh, we've talked about it a couple of times. So, but that I, is a I, big I, problem in many ways with the world that we live in. A lot of people feeling like they don't have a purpose in the world. They don't have a role. A lot of people who who uh, commit suicide will say that they feel useless. They don't have a purpose. Well, but even even if you you have a job or you have something to take care of or you do something, it's still what's the point, right? Because like uh, I, I read this somewhere, maybe it was Facebook. Yeah, I think it was Facebook. Someone wrote had a meme and it says, "This is a grave of some person," and right now you could be the last person to even remember who this person was, and then. It's as if you never were alive except for the stone or something. And and so is there, that's another point, which is, is there even a purpose in the first place? I mean, we just did well, a, because, a film, Michael Clayton, again, right? I mean, Michael Clayton. And, and that film was kind of, what's the point? Right? Well, no, it's not what's the point, because he has a, he makes a point. That's kind of, he makes a point in doing the right thing. He's trying to take care of himself and his family and other people and do the right thing, because you believe in something bigger and larger than just yourself right but but you have the nihilists or 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 just wise philosophers because they take things uh just logically to the point of ridiculous but still logically and to a point which is what's the point of of the town that we live in and the people around us and our our existence right now because again, any, that can any live bad, beyond you. any more important than than these two folk that just live in the middle of nowhere, and and Bill when and because they will live beyond you. And I did I put Bill and Frank in that same position. But but if Frank dies, Bill still could have lived, and whether if he doesn't feel he had and then died, well, and then if, it wouldn't have made any difference. Right, but it doesn't make a difference now if any of us die either. And and our, our life, I don't, I don't, I still don't know what you're you, trying to you, say here, Mike. I'm completely confused. So you, I, you don't, don't make think it you, sound like that our you, existence and what you, we do here makes a difference any more than those two folk who live alone with no people. You have them. family, you have friends, you have coworkers, you have a job, you have a community, you have a place in that community. They don't. But but then you die. They've and, made and their own community. Is, They've made their exactly. own community. The community right. that's not going to outlive them. But it doesn't they, they to nothing. I don't think they, don't they care. care about that. I know they don't, but it's also the same thing just in Frank and Bill. But that's there to me. What I am saying is no. that this is what happened. There's there is a tragedy tragedy to that, and that's all that people but have I, left. I don't know if yeah, well there is a I, yes it certain is a tragedy, level of but meaningless but, to that beyond but, but, just like one you day have immediacy. one day you or your wife Pam is going to pass away, and right. it'll be when you're retired. Both is, and and is there right maybe, and is there a point? Yeah, because Pam will probably kill you before that. But oh, just kidding. But my to be honest, get back on point and be serious. Um, what then is your existence or Pam's existence except 
what the community around her, I guess, but but it's still not the same, and 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 the loss is there. So I think Barris, but you, again, is, you're is you're, right you're, you're, you're continuing to that, use people that are connected to a larger community that are trying to do things to improve. Well, I'm saying there's a difference, and you you don't have to agree okay. that there's a okay. difference between people okay. who are not connected opinion. and people who are connected. Well, so, I think okay. it matters they what those connected. people think of their own existence, not yours. Right. I mean, you may think what they're doing is that has no point and is meaningless, but to them, well, it, might, it has no give, point, meaningless meaning beyond them. And the question is, what is the? It, there is that question of, as you got with Bill, what's the point of going on if not for the other person? Right. What's the point of going? And at some point we all go and we can even extend that because realistically, at some point, the community that you belong to is going to go. At some point, the nation you belong to is going to cease to exist. At some point, the species that we exist to will cease to exist. At some point, the planet we're on will cease to exist. But there is (laughs) but there is going to be again, for most people, there is that desire to have a belonging and a purpose and a function. Right. But is th- that 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 I, sense of usefulness? And yeah, but what if that my, of, that's your what if my sense of usefulness is not being part of society and right. just wanting to not be a part of it? Right. And I mean, I that's what that's I'm forced to because that's the way. No, I say I am saying the vast that there look there. This, this point isn't really one that's easily arguable. Yes, there's a lot of variability among human beings. The vast majority of people need to feel useful, want to feel useful. And that uselessness is a problem facing a lot of people right now because they feel lost and they feel don't have that same connection. I'm not saying everybody. There are always that those people that oh, want to go live off everybody. in the woods with nobody. Right, but, but you're you're people, you're making it sound like the majority is right, and I'm saying and, and Barrett I think is saying as well, which is I'm not saying right or wrong, Bill. When did I say right or wrong? I'm saying for most people, most people. Most people, but you're putting a most positive, people survive there. You're you're making it sound like that's positive, not necessarily, right. and it's not necessarily positive. Right. That's how what I feel that you're saying. Right. I'm, I'm saying it's saying... positive because it is for them that for human beings as a whole, collectively as a group, the vast majority of people need to belong to something bigger. They want to have a purpose and a use in life. Again, this whole idea of purpose and use yeah, doesn't necessarily exactly. match it's, up. Because that's, per, that's your perspective. That's a, that's, yeah, that's exactly. not, there, there's a lot of work that's gone into this. There's a lot of studies about this. This is not something I'm spinning out of whole cloth. It's not something, something coming out of my own personal bias. <laughs> we're, we're, it, sounds just, like this, it sounds to me like the studies would be done by people that want the, the peasants right. to work. Mike was the one that said <laughs> just recently on, on a prior podcast, no, actually a lot of it the, science isn't, the science is not fact it's hypothesis and opinions and as we know people who make these studies it, uh, some of them are are very biased and they and barrett's point is no it's taken. things that looking into why about things like why people commit suicide why there's high depression rates and things like that yeah i, I no, i'm not disagreeing the research, with you until you've actually yeah. looked at it don't yeah. don't be speculating as to your your go to bring it back to your own personal biases well, I, you don't know what uh, we've been looking at either. Right. Well, the fact think, that neither of you seem to be you're aware of any of this. I, I didn't say I wasn't aware of any of it. I don't necessarily agree with it. Exactly. Based, based on what? My own uh, educational experience? Right. No, no, knowing plenty of people who who uh, live in the rural areas Anic- and Anic- are Anic- fine. Anic- 
an- anecdote is not data. I actually I have experience not- in the field, like I'm in psychology, so you know I can't have an opinion on it of things I've read, and I don't necessarily agree with all of it. Right. So anyway, this this is just pointless. <laughs> right, all right, opinion. Right. 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 Well. Well. Either way, I, I, what was your point in bringing this up in the first place, Mike? That these folk, when one that dies, because that they, they, that they are that they're a dead end that they are disconnected from everything around them, that they will live their happy little life and that will be it. And that's to me, that's a contrast to the community that they're trying to build that they follow up to after. And it's also a follow yeah, okay, up that's to a contrast. The, idea, the idea that there Definitely will be a, a future as opposed to, um, which was what I was saying before, they, they are considering the idea there's a future to this, that this is not the end of the world, that this is a change in the world. Well, I don't, I don't think, think this... To this older couple, think it's it's the end of the world either. They're living their life quite f- happily and fine, it seems. So, if anything, they're probably happy that. Disney well, they said life. they lived like this beforehand, right? right. So yeah, they're so fine. They yeah, they're fine, but their world will end. Well, they okay. expected it to end before the apocalypse. Yeah, probably. Right. But yeah, my exactly. point is, they're seeing is that there is still some attempt to be building a future, and they're seeing a realistic shot. And that's what Ali represents, right? Is that hope of the future? And it's something that community kind of represents, the hope of a future and, for lack of a better term, a return to normalcy. I did laugh at them watching the movie because, you know, if you have a bunch of kids, they're watching a movie about a world that they don't even know about. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, though, uh, based off of things, uh, is that society that they're building going to be any better than than – the two, the couple in the wilderness. I don't think so. It will, but it will last. It will persist. But does that matter? To some I, people, I it matters. <laughs> to many matter. people, yes, it does matter. Well, I think the whole idea of the show is the hope that the society will be able to reconstitute itself with her as the possible cure. I mean, otherwise, we, the show would be pointless, right? <laughs> right. Right, but right. this is again. Yeah, because this is just what, why you're talking. Another, when Phil was. But this is going back to Phil was asking what was the point of that conversation, and that's that's a big part of it. Right. So you're right? trying to is say that, that exists there episode, for a reason. You're saying this episode was intentionally had this couple to to contrast with the. I don't know if the I don't know if they had that couple intentionally. I'm saying that they were there, and that does serve as a contrast. Whether they put them put them there intentionally as that purpose or not. Yeah, okay. I think we can all it is agree a contrast to them yeah. being disconnected versus a community of connected people. Right. Um, you have two people who are, for the most part, self-reliant versus yeah. a community that is is um, codependent. Well, and the interesting right. part of that is seeing the difference between Ellie and all those other kids. She didn't even want to sit there and watch it because all of that was meaningless to her survival is what was meaningful to her. So, you know, sitting right. and watching a movie, she didn't even know how to enjoy it. Right. And she didn't even want to be there. She just wanted to get the fuck out of that. Town, right. right. So, so yeah. her, at her perspective is different than all those people that were in that community. Yep. I'm, I'm curious to see what kids thought of a, um, I don't even know what movie it was that they were watching a Richard Dreyfuss comedy from the 1970s. Oh yeah. I think it was goodbye girl. Wasn't it? Goodbye, girl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when it's dealing with things that they can't identify with the world of cars and apartments and rent, 
you know, right. and traffic lights, TVs, anything. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering Microwaves. why that particular movie, though, as well. Like, why did that? Why did they have access it's pro- to it's, that? It's probably movie. Warner Brothers. <laughs> and this is a Warner Brothers. HBO is Warner Brothers. So that's my guess. But yeah, right, right. Why didn't they choose like like a, a more famous Warner Brothers film? Right. They could have chosen a kids movie. The Looney Tunes, right? They could have chosen any number of things, right? right, right. Why like, goodbye, girl? Well, I, I'll tell you why. Because, but if I remember well, the title, why? Because I saw this film way back, and he won an Academy Award for this film. Um, no, I know. And, I like the movie. I'm just saying. But I'm thinking it's because he is like a stepfather to the kid in that movie, and this is, and so it's trying to be basically Joel and, and Ellie, and that's why they did it. But just just mm-hmm. the title alone, Goodbye Girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the so, title too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even that scene too, where he, he, she's thinking he's going to leave, and he's going, "No, no, I'm here. I'm believe me, I'm I'm here for you." And all this other stuff. So, the the whole scene is related to their relationship as well. You know, not that it matters because I mean, I mean that symbolism it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, it doesn't really add anything really except for movie geeks or, or TV geeks on Reddit that want to say, oh, look at that, that, that symbolism of, of the movie. And it was the scene where, where she's thinking he's going to abandon her and, and, and Dreyfus's character saying, oh, no, no, I'm not going to. Wow, that's awesome. But again, that's just for Reddit and, and Red Bull people or people oh, like us. No, I, I think that stuff is put into things deliberately and you shouldn't necessarily be that dismissive of it. Uh, well, well, right, right, but but I mean, it doesn't really add anything to the story. It's just a cool Easter subtext. Egg. Yeah, exactly. An Easter, yeah. Subtext. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Um, what are this, guys? No, so uh, what'd you, long, what'd you, uh, a long argument. <laughs> a long <laughs> argument about the couple at the beginning and comparing it to the three hundred people where the brother lives and uh, community versus. And, and meaning versus um, li- living out your life, and then when both of you pass, um, that existence is over. But I wanted to throw in just—I know yeah. you're at the tail end of it, but yeah. it was awesome seeing Graham Greene because he's a Canadian actor who's done lots and lots and lots of stuff. So seeing him at the start of the episode was very awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. I said it was stunt casting, but I did say it's it nice definitely casting. a credit to your people. Yeah. yeah, I will say it was it was nice because was for all the tension and stuff that we've had, it was nice to have that kind of just like funny sequence. Yeah, because they haven't had many funny sequences, so I thought it was, yeah. it was nicely done. So yeah. Well, what what was the term? Is, what's the term? It's not you, they usually don't call it funny. They call it uh, um, the levity. Levity. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yes. Yes. A moment of levity. Um, Pits and giggles. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then we, we let's see. Where what do we want to talk about now? So, so yeah, we're just talking random stuff about uh, things. Um, so nothing, nothing specific that that was you know you know right, what's what happened next and what do you think that type of stuff. So uh, what do well, you want? Well, speaking of speaking of the yeah. levity, uh, I might be my favorite line from the episode. Damn, I don't get it. Nobody else picked up on that. You cut out on well, me. I have no idea. Yeah, you so. cut out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the best where she says just was the best line of the episode. I mean, my favorite line was "damn." Okay, so we did hear you, okay. but what 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 does that mean? We, we when did you come it. over? The, the, 
Because it's as they come over the the the, the because rise. Because pun the pun book, and then they he says dam, and they and you look over, you see there's the there's the dam there. Yeah. Um. And yeah. yeah, and I just thought that was it was a funny joke. Uh, yeah, because funny of the part, and, and funny in a kid sort of way. The fun I was going to say is that this is where the change is from the game because in the game you actually go to the dam and you have a shootout at the dam with some raiders and, and some other fun stuff. So well. Again, keep in mind, the game is all action. Oh, right. I know. But if there's also <laughs> lots of conversation that happens during those sequences, too. So a lot of people switches to turn right? the power on? Yeah, because they needed because what had happened is the settlement wasn't set up when they arrive in the game. And what happens is it's, they have to turn the, ge- the dam on, the generator on, so they can give power to the settlement and then build from there. Yeah, see, so this wouldn't be a video difference. game if you didn't have to throw switches. Yeah. Right. So, so, so <laughs> this here in the show, they they make the community look like it's more um, uh, sustainable, and and the dam has been working for a while, and all this other stuff that they were talking about. So, yeah, yeah so, they're so already that's at, a at huge that setup point. Yeah, yeah. So there's a huge pers- perspective shift there. That's for sure. So maybe that was the three months. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, what else did we want to talk about? Uh, was there other things on anybody's sheets that they wanted to talk about? Where are you talking well, about the monkeys? The setting was beautiful. Well, the monkeys was good too. Yeah, that was It's just a great scene. I loved how they, they, it made them laugh. It made me laugh and it just, it, it was a good part of the episode as well. No, there was also the cup. The one you don't want to drink out of? Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was a, a nice... Which they've actually now hit that, that point twice. What, what, but, what, um, what, what was this cup? What are you talking about? What did I miss? A cup the that cup they don't... That was, left, that, that was left for Ellie? Yeah. Which, oh. which is a menstrual cup? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of weird. Was that in the games, Tom? Sean? No, that was not. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was a strange... I mean, I mean, it makes sense, in a sense, but... I thought it was for was it a menstrual cup? Yeah. Yeah. But but it was it was just it just felt out of place for a stranger to to do that, but yeah. Oh, anyway. I can certainly see that as a sisters looking you know, taking care of themselves kind of thing. Um you know, where where you gotta kinda look out for each other. Um Yeah, maybe. Um, what else? Um, there's, I will say that there's a lot of stuff because what happens is they talked about this and actually the showrunners talked about this was that in the first game they had, they ran out of budget, so they couldn't actually do all the stuff they wanted to do in the city or the town. And so basically it was all saved for the second game. And so for people who haven't played the game or whatever, it's not a big deal, but for the, the people who played the game, then it was a big change because then you're seeing a bunch of stuff that's being hinted to that will be bigger in the second part, the second season, assuming they follow where it goes. Right, right. And when you say second season, you also mean the second game? Yep. Right, right. Gotcha. So we're assuming they're going to Salt Lake next? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's, that's what it's looking like. They just have to get somewhere or get through somewhere first. Right, well, let me ask you this. Handle. Does the game, the first game, reach Salt Lake, or is that the sequel game? 
No, no, it's it wraps up after Salt Lake, and then okay, it goes so they do get to, there. Yeah, so they get there and do whatever happens, and then the second season is like a, I they jump ahead to where like a, a, I don't know how many years it is, but they jump ahead, and it's they're then continuing the uh, the story and follow from the first story that will come back. Right, right. Right. Um, so, yeah, so they, I, I mean, I don't know how it is in the game. Is it in the game is convenient where they're looking at a map in the hospital and they say, well, it looks like it's Salt Lake City because they have lines drawn to it. Is that how I it is? It like, I think it's a little different, but I mean, there's, it's, I mean, the, those little changes, I don't mind so much. Yeah, it was yeah, sure. just like, they, they go to the effort of getting like the university done really, really well as it is in the game where like there's actual, like you're the same stairs and the same hallways and stuff. So, I mean, the attention to detail again is very, very much there for a lot of like the setting and stuff. It's just, they're making little changes here and there. And I think we talked, you mentioned it last episode. I think it was Mike about talking about the, the fact that, you know, the showrunner didn't want it to be like a video game or you couldn't do it from the first per- or like that video game perspective. And that's well, he didn't why... want to do the video game stuff in the video game. Yeah. So he, he, and... the reason they leave out the, uh, the the zombies is because the zombies are all like joystick stuff and the controller pad stuff. And you're not the viewer doesn't have a controller pad, so it's not going to be the same. So we're not going to do that stuff. And it's like you're you're not quite understanding that that's... you're missing part of what the draw is which is the infected so right well yeah, so that, it, that was it. no it honestly it reminded me a bit of sean um, you said it was was more money that you felt right well i don't know i'm just guessing like i like gotcha when they talked about the, the stuff of not having uh jackson in the first game it was because they didn't have the budget to do it because they got right. like they go they got they went beyond their scope or whatever right so, but for the showrunners, I don't know if it's just a situation where if you're going to do this stuff, you're going to do it well, but it's going to cost a lot, so you're not going to do it very often, which, okay, I, I can understand if it's like budget stuff or whatever, but you do, and I think I mentioned to you, Phil, and I think I mentioned it to you, Barrett, like, you do need to have some zombie in your zombie story. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've because said that before. <laughs> yeah, so, I still agree so, with that point. Right. So... <laughs> And it, I mean, it doesn't mean that the show is bad or anything. I don't think right. it's bad. It's, well, and, and I, it was my point, which is, you know, I, I could just watch an episode of Yellowstone, and, you know, right. if if I didn't want zombies, you know, and it would be as better or as good as any non-zombie episode of this show, right? Yeah, at this point, my wife could have watched this show because there's barely any zombies in it, and but she wouldn't because it's supposed to be ostensibly about zombies. Right, well, right. But it reminds me of a little bit, is going back before you know the last twenty years, um, like there was um, a Punisher film in nineteen ninety starring Dolph Lundgren. Oh yeah, which, awesome film. Well, but the the thing people know about the Punisher is the, is the look and the the skull on the shirt, and they didn't put the skull on the shirt because it was it was too comic booky, you know. So it's sort of like and that feel like it's the, they're making comic book movie, but they're ashamed to admit that it's a comic book movie. And, you know, it's sort of like this feels like, you know, they're making a video game show, but they're afraid to admit it's a video game show. Um, you, you have to, you know, try and make a horror movie that's, but, but 
No, I'm not making a horror movie. I'm making a an intelligent thriller, a psychological suspense film. You know, it, you'll just just admit you're making a horror film. Um, don't run from the thing that you are. And I feel like now either the showrunner doesn't get it and doesn't understand it. I'm really, I am curious how all, I know a lot of people are loving the show, but they are or were. I haven't really looked at reactions since then, since that first episode. Right. But well, but it, it, it appears a lot out. It, it appears that it's also the the, the folks that are wa- like are watching it do like it because I mean if you don't like it you just stop watching it right and right. and and since it's not a huge hit like you know a box office hit or, or or a show that millions and millions and millions of people are watching you know doesn't what what does that mean you know to the 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 who are fans that are watching it that obviously like it because if they weren't liking it they wouldn't watch it as you know me and Barrett just mentioned so um yeah I, I don't know i don't know i don't know what See, it's like, i guess like you know and i think your comparison to yellowstone is pretty on point um yeah exactly if i go into a if i if i'm expecting a pizza delivery and i get a hamburger it's not that i don't like hamburger it's that i wanted pizza right exactly that's that's, that's the and point right 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 i didn't get what i, I think... ordered damn it <laughs> Right, and I think I could. En- I was able to enjoy this episode because I've stopped wanting pizza when I tune into right. this. Right, I have recognized something. I'm not going to get pizza. Right, I'm going to be given a hamburger whether I like it or not. So right. I'm just yep. going to settle in to watch a hamburger, and if I'm lucky, I'll get a pizza burger. Yep. Right, that's exactly <laughs> um, where I am. That's that's yeah. why I've just started enjoying it more. Um, yeah. I've stopped worrying about whether there's going to be zombies because they'll be there when they're there, and otherwise right. I'm not going to see them. Right. Well, and, 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 also, and and I just want to be a defender of the people that want the zombies because you know the, the joke about The Walking Dead was, well, it's it's not just the zombies. I mean, it's it's the it's really a people story, and and that's fine, that's fine. But but again, one of the aspects of the story is the zombies, and so you want to see the zombies, not necessarily. You know, and again, I'll say the word. The problem you know, with might, Walking is, Dead, the problem with Walking right. Dead was that the zombies were almost superfluous, but they were all around. Yeah. But the human, the human danger was more than the zombies' right, danger. Right. Especially and they were the only zombies, used. Yeah. yeah, they were used conveniently. And they were slow when they zombies. wanted. Yeah, they were used conveniently when they wanted someone to die by a zombie. Right. Um, and well, the thing is, the zombies were there, but that. That is a criticism of almost any zombie movie. Almost every zombie movie, the zombies are in the background, with very, very few exceptions. And the the main drama is the humans, and then the zombies are added only when they need a moment of danger or something to spice things up. Right. Well, well, that's why um, I think I think zombie movies are, are better than TV shows because a zombie movie is is anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours. And you're gonna have plenty of zombies in it, even if they right. are superficial to the characters. You're still gonna have plenty of zombies because that's the point. I mean, I mean, the Dawn of the Dead remake had had a great Return uh, of the Living Dead, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a great uh, behavioral, <laughs> behavioral, um, whatever uh, between all the characters. But the zombies were always there, and it was awesome. So, I, I I think that's that's what a problem is with a lot of these TV shows that don't have a time limit. No, that makes sense well, though. In this, the it fact doesn't give that urgency. Aspect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. urgency, right? Urgency, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, the one thing I was going to oh, go ahead. I don't want yeah, a okay. hamburger. I want. I like my hamburger, but if I want yeah, my see, hamburger, I want. Like, I'll, I'll go watch back Yellowstone. to the first dark discussion get together, which is where you and Eric and I and my wife Pam got together and watched World War Z. 
You know, I read the book in World War Z. I love the book World War Z. I really wanted an adaptation of World War Z. I would love to see that an adaptation not, of World War Z. That was not an adaptation of World War Z. That was Z. not a good adaptation of World War Z. But, <laughs> but I'd seen the trailers. I knew going into it. This is why I don't mm-hmm. think trailers suck. I had an idea what to expect, and I had divorced myself completely from expecting an adaptation of World War Z. But, but you were expecting to... zombies, though. So you just got no, a got, different type of pizza. Is, you still got your pizza, though. It's just that you got pepperonis instead of mushrooms. But, right, and I'll go to uh, um, Keanu Reeves' Constantine, which anyone who's a fan of the comics, that was not Constantine. But if you knew going in it was Keanu Reeves as Constantine, then you, you, you should let go of that. But some people don't want to let go of that. It was a great it was still movie. A fun movie. Yeah. But, and I understand people who don't, who, who just kind of cross their arms and say, no, I want the thing that I want. Okay. Yeah. But then you're also denying yourself the chance to maybe enjoy something that's, that's different because maybe it really is a good ass burger. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and in but... this particular case, in this particular case, I've let go. Um, of what I was expecting, and I will take what I get. I yeah. still enjoy the series. I'm not going to. I'm not loving it as much as I love a lot of other shows that maybe are better, well made, or maybe not yeah. as well made, but are just more fun. Yeah. Um, but I still think the show works, and I was able to enjoy it more on its own terms. Yeah, and, and I, that's fair. That's fair. But but again, there's going to be a lot of people too that are going to say. Oh, this isn't what I was expecting, and so they just well, stopped watching the show. there are changes, and then there are changes. Like, if you're changing the actual point of a story, that's where I have problems with it. Now, having less zombies, to me, is not necessarily changing the point. It could, um, but, you know, like, I, I frequently use I Am Legend. The Will Smith version totally changes yep. the point of the story, and that really bothered me. I did not like that that adaptation because of that it's a totally different story the way they told it last man um, on earth was great yeah vincent price <laughs> right yeah um, well, yeah i mean i read the book too for that one and uh but i did enjoy the will smith movie as well um, i enjoyed it but it does it does not get the point of the book yeah right 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 that's correct <laughs> That's correct. Uh, can I do a one side tangent while I remember? Um, yeah, please do. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have touched on this or not, but I mentioned this to you, Barrett, actually. Um, the fact that in the series they're showing that a 50-year-old gentleman is having problems as he's traveling across the country, which, well, again, you're not going to do that so much in the video game because you because that would restrict your ability to be successful and stuff. But I like the fact that they're showing that this is taking a toll on Joel that he's yeah. not a, you know, he's not a uh, well, young be adult. Careful, right? Be careful when you're you know? talking about 50-year-olds, well, man. Well, and, and, and that's the thing. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was going to say. There, there's 50-year-olds that are older than other 50-year-olds, right? And yeah, Joel, you know, I mean, it's, it's not it's, 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 more, it's the idea, though, right, is that he hasn't taken care of himself, right, that yeah, we know well, of. Anybody so, in that world is going to be living a hard life, and that yeah. will take its toll on your body. Um, it isn't just modern medicine that allows us to live well, longer. Well, and, and I want to I say this: the stand, right? The the school teacher character, the, or the or the college professor character, in the the adaptations, he's always um, at least the the original adaptation, the good one. Uh, he's an older man, yes. and, and and so it makes a lot it makes sense, right? In the book, he's only like fifty, and and they make him like he's he's 
he's in a senior citizen, and I thought that was <laughs> stupid in the book. I mean, you know what I'm I talking about. I think that's a, a different look yeah. at seniors, though, because you look at sports, right? Where you know, right. well, well also, players. also Stephen King when he wrote it, he was probably what thirty, and, and so he just yeah. thinks everybody that's fifty is ancient. Who knows? You look how many 30, yeah. late thirty-year-old players or forty-year-old players are playing in major sports now that wouldn't have twenty years ago, right? So I kind of get like, if depending on when you're initially writing the story, if you've had those kind of advancements where, you know, people in lots of different aspects who are older are well, still uh, doing- no, but that's that's true. But still, 50, my father when he was fifty back in nineteen eighty whatever, he, he he was fine. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, he wasn't. Well, so you know, I was a ten year old kid. There are more. There may be more athletes making it to their late thirties. Then more, maybe not, but I'd have to, I'm really curious to see a study because you're not the first person who's brought that up lately. I think we just we, we noticed oh, yeah. the ones. I think the bulk well, are still well, not making it. Well, me, that, Mike, Mike, me and you, we watched baseball back in the 80s, and there was plenty of 40-year-old pitchers yeah. and, and, and 38-year-old batters. good. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty good. Kyle Strensky was still playing when he was 40. Uh, Phil yeah, Necro, you're, but you're Don mostly Sutton. talking about your, your Hall yeah. of Fame players um, well, who are, they, who are yeah, outliers to begin with. But but that that's the case in all sports. So you get weeded out because of your ability, not because you're old. Right, but I'm you, saying it's not like it's not like the average person who makes it is still going to be playing at 38. The average one who's still going to be out by the by is, is a good player. It's and it's not necessarily because he's old. There's a lot of young players like Gabe Kapla that retired early because he just sucked. But but he was in better shape than than a lot of the people that made it to 40. It's just that he they didn't suck. So they right. get weeded out because of their ability more than their age. Well, but their age does get tied to their ability, right? Um, well, uh, well they, they, they lose their ability, right? That, that's why. That's why, like, like you know, Sandy Koufax, he had to retire early because his arm fell off. You know, it had nothing to do because his ability sucked at that point because he just couldn't pitch anymore, so he had to retire. But it had nothing to do with his age. And it, it, yes, it did because his arm wouldn't have fallen off if he wasn't that age. But no, but he was young. He was only like 31 when his arm fell off. My point is, is that the the people that make it to 40 that don't have an injury, they're, they're still playing because they're good. The people like Gabe Catler, well, who doesn't have any injury and is well, in good okay, shape of so anybody me, that's 40 that's still playing, it's just that he couldn't hit the ball. Bill, as a, as a wrestling fan, let me throw it this way, is that when I was in my teens, late teens, People like the Macho Man were like 40, 45 yeah. and were considered old. There are guys now who are 40 and 45 who are still going, and there isn't a thing, the same thing of calling them old or like we're pushing them out of the business because they're too old. Right. Like Chris right. But, but, no, but, but, but we're just talking about a guy that's 50 yeah, years but, old in, in, in the stand, right? But he, he wasn't yeah. a senior citizen. They were making him sound like he had arthritis and he couldn't see and he needed a cane. And it's like, oh my god, that's ridiculous for a fifty. Well, it depends on who the old person is. But yeah, in general, fifty-year-olds are are better off now than they used to be. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, I mean, right? We're, we're talking about when I, my analogy was the stand, and the stand is from nineteen eighty-one, I think, or eighty-two. So that's forty years ago. So maybe. That forty years difference, but oh, it's not I, that, I still not think that, that big was, a difference. Exactly, that's my point. So that was just a ridiculous adaptation by Ken. But he was also probably in his thirties and in a very different perspective of. And he was all, also on coke. He was also on coke, so he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here, 
Joel, yeah, he's fifty, and, and the actor, he's pretty. But close I think to he's supposed to be fifty-six in the the, the 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 actual story. But the point yes. was is that yes. they're showing though that in his case, it's yeah. having an effect on him, which is then why he's questioning why if he can actually complete this. Is it really right? having an effect on him, or is it a mental? It's his mental health, not his physical well, health. It seems that's like the, the physical stuff is act, is acting up, right? No, well, I, I, think, I think it's panic. I think it's a panic attack. But he doesn't know that it's a panic attack. That's the physical attack. thing too, though, Phil. Right? That like the mental and physical, like you, at some point you can't pull them apart. Well, and you don't you so don't diagnose yourself with panic attacks. So you think you're having a right. physical problem? Right, right, right. But but yeah. and, and if we use what Mike said, which is a fair point, even though me and Barrett were going against him, studies show. That panic attacks are mental, and the, and there is no usually physical damage. That you, even though you feel like you're dying, so my point is is that his mental health is going, which makes sense that your mental health could go first in a in a post apocalypse world than his physical health. So I, I have to disagree that. Okay. Well, but also, yeah. What's it? But also, I mean, let's uh, remember that there in that opening scene where he's falls asleep on the job. Yep. Um, yeah, which is also going to be a part of the age. Um, look, I just went, ironically, uh, I went to uh, Museum of Natural History yesterday, which I mentioned on the uh, other podcast. I spent six hours walking around uh, the museum, and yep. my legs still hurt today. Last time yep. I was there was about fifteen years ago, yep. and uh, I was in my mid to late thirties, as opposed to now that I am fifty-two years old, roughly yep. the same age as Joel. It's your body just doesn't hold up to the same things that it could. Yeah, um, that's true. And yep. and Joel is, by the way, in much better shape than I have ever been. Uh, so it's it's just a matter of he's had a much harder life, and he's putting yep. himself through a lot. He's just hiked th- across the country for three months, probably right. doing twenty miles a day. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that you know even though people's life expectancy were less back in say eighteen eighty, everybody was working the farms mostly, right? You know, not except for the, the, the people in, in some of the city jobs, but most people were working farms. So everybody w- was pretty well in shape in 1880 versus, you know, so in other words, if you go to the gym and you do what you do at the gym, you're going to be in the same shape as someone in 1880, basically. And, and I was talking to this guy that, that lives in my town. I don't know about the that. same. Uh, pretty, pretty close to, um, no, I, I think and, we, I think we, our ability to, to, to our knowledge of how the body works and physical health is much better. Oh, well, that, that well, that's the life inspection thing, but yeah, I, I concur. Well, but no, you, I think I'm, if you take I'm your best about, athletes about, now and, I'm and you take your best toning. athletes of 40 years ago. I'm talking about toning though. I mean, you know, in, in 1880, a guy that's working the field is going to have a toned body. He's not going to have much body fat, but nah, you're right. His health. I don't, could I don't be know bad. about that. His health <laughs> could be bad. There were still but, fat people back then. <laughs> well, either way. Yeah, of course there's always, going to be some sort of but but i mean the fat people today the percentage in the united states is is much bigger than it was 40 years ago never mind 100 years ago but i guess the point is is that yeah joel is having issues and he he is uh i don't know what he's is he's just wishing he did, wasn't alive probably and say why did this happen to me you know, I mean, it's just a terrible life experience. You know, this this is terrible. I mean, all the people who knew the world before the apocalypse must must all have so much mental de- health damage. 
Well, it's just trauma after trauma after trauma. Like how long yeah. before that, you know, breaks you and everybody breaks everyone different ways. So, yeah. Right. There is not a single person alive in that world that has not lost somebody they cared about. Sure. Right. And, and most likely they have lost plenty of people. I mean, first of all, it's well, anybody years. before the apocalypse, they lost a lot. The ones right, after right. had obviously it's a little different, but they also probably lost people too. Right. Certainly, yeah. any, right. Anybody since that's where anyone who's lived through the entire thing right, has had right. people die and from unnatural causes. Right. Well, and and this is another interesting thing too, or, or even natural causes that w- would have been fixed in the pre-apocalypse world. For example. In the stand, and, and right. Barrett will know this in the book, there's a character that has his appendix blow up. And it's like, my God, if if this was a year ago before the apocalypse, we just bring him into the, the hospital right now and, and there'd be no issues. But now they have to do a surgery with no, not, no uh, antibodies or anything like that and no doctor and, and the guy dies. So, so in this world here, yeah, you could have something like that where someone's appendix blows up and they're dead, or a woman oh, yeah. is pregnant and she has a baby, and and they die of birth, right? So, I mean, all the things that we take for granted with medical treatment today are gone. Oh yeah, the, the we we take it for granted that women have a longer life expectancy than men do, but the reality is before uh, modern uh, uh, modern medicine. Women had a shorter life expectancy just because they were much more likely to die in childbirth. Weirdly enough, there were not many men who died in childbirth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, right. well, but 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 even mean, the appendix, even the appendix. I mean, right. Know, boom, and, right. So yeah. they had all the the only health problem that they didn't usually suffer from was dying from war. Um, right. <laughs> because they, because most of them weren't going to war, um, and that that's that's something that helped keep the the male population down. But there was a very good chance that I mean it wasn't like a, a coin toss. But when you had a dozen children, you know, the odds of you making it through all 12 were well, not as good as you would like. Well, also, also the life expectancy of humanity was lower because out of those 12, six of them would die. Right. Before, before they came or 12 years old, you know, they died like three or five from whooping cough or something. Right. But that would have been pretty equal male versus female. It's the, that is correct. and when, and once you, once you reach, right, but, but like I'm not talking 18, about I'm, your odds of living to your fifties or sixties. Right. Were well, you brought the gender into it. I, I was just throwing out I, things that we take for granted, like right. appendixes and, and childbirth in this world would, would be a hell because people would be croaking and you can't help them because it's Shoot, like, just dental care would cause a lot of problems if they don't have enough. Yeah. Dentists. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I say you're not going to have yeah. like, look all those things that we, you know, yeah. We, yeah. If you could afford it, I mean, that's the other thing is if you could Which afford it. Which was the laughable yeah. thing about the 80 year old sniper. Right. Well, yeah. and, and, you know, if you shatter your, your hip, you know, you can't have a replacement in this world. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> you know. So, so, I mean, this is, where, this is where, like, they don't, I'm assuming they don't have the same access to antibiotics, right? So right, that's right. That, that was my get... point. Yeah, I said antibiotics. Or, or, right. but, yeah, exactly. So I mean, the thing is, if those little things that we're used to being able to treat will become yeah. more deadly, which is what happened to our olden time people, right? Well, I, I do wonder, yep, this is yep. a world that has been able to make blood scanners. Uh, they clearly have... Um, that's true, that's true. Yeah, they yeah. clearly have the, the army 
so to speak. Um, now, they may be more localized, but I feel like there's some manufacturing capability somewhere, or at least there was. You know what, though? With this cooperation, though. Or or the apocalypse didn't happen immediately, and it was more slower than than we're we're assuming. They they had maybe that a six-month window, and and so they were able to develop those those scanners in six months or something. I I don't know. Because you're right, it's kind of hard to believe that they would have had the technology and the and all this stuff work, and after half the you know four billion people turn into zombies, right? So I don't know. Well, one is what you one or two, like where was their focus? Because again, we don't have. It's not like we have big governments, right, that are in control of this. Now it's like I think you said, Mike, localized. And they, we don't know if they're cooperating. And in the game, it's really hinted that people didn't cooperate in like getting anything from even just across the country, let alone other countries, is extremely difficult. Right, right. So, well, they, they I mean, even in the game, right? They they talk about about Bill and him trading with people, right? And and it's a, yeah. it's a pain in the ass, you know, just to trade with him. Never mind with. Like you well, said, I think he might have been an extra pain in the ass compared to most people. Well, yeah, yeah, he was a prick anyway. He was, a, yeah. But like, for example, well, they talked about the the Kansas City femoral was supposed to be particularly brutal. So we yeah. all know that these are that, that these there was like the Boston femoral. There's 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 femoral all over the place. But how aligned are they? Is there right. a central authority? It doesn't feel um, like they are centralized. It feels like yeah. It sounds just like they're almost like fight city stuff. states or fiefdoms. Right, not anymore. Right. But yet they're still carrying the same label. Yes. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, we're still kind of a little bit grasping at straws as to the larger world here. Um, right, right. But at least until some point, there had to be something. They have to have some way to be supplying themselves. And unless they have massive storehouses of ammunition and weapons somewhere, there has to be some ability, even if it's a limited ability, to manufacture these things and maintain them. Right. 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 So this this apocalypse. Doesn't based off of these interesting inventions uh, is is much more successful than the apocalypses we've seen in, in other films. That's for sure. Definitely. Then in Walking Dead, I mean, just this place they go in this episode is well formed. You know, those gates were really nice <laughs> that they had. And I mean, it was a pretty well built wooden facade that was all. Well, they out talk there. about it. So it started with the gated community, right? <laughs> Right, but I mean that they had to create that huge gate that oh, oh, I know. wall. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny, right? You started with the the, the rich people that didn't make yeah. it to get them a good start. Yep. Right, right, right. Yep. That is true. That is true. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else uh, is on anybody's list? Anything? Anyone got anything? Well, I thought it was interesting that this was Christmas. Um, and it has been three months since we last left Joel and Ellie. Um, so and we August, see, maybe. and well, no, we see the stuff uh, happened in months, September. It was September, but if oh, you notice, and I know because yeah, it was right. Joel's birthday, um, you're right. You're right. I meant to say September, not August. That the two children died were September 27th and September 29th. And September 29th sticks out in my head because it's my wife's birthday. But that means that basically three months ago, around the time that Joel was course, getting together with Ellie was in September, and so it was really approaching the what, like the twentieth anniversary, or of 
her of his daughter's death. That's right. Yeah, and and the death of everybody to be for that matter. And the death of everybody, but since the yeah. the, the main point I think seems to be focusing on the, the the specifically the trauma that uh the so was it Sophie? Uh, what was the daughter's name? Sarah. Oh, Sarah. 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 Sarah that's of, of Sarah's impact on him and everything that he's done since then is because of that. Um, or a lot. If that's that, I'm wondering how much that's also impacted him because she comes to him. On, on the anniversary, or roughly the anniversary of his daughter's death. Oh, right, right, right. That's a good point because every every yeah. year around my brother Christopher, who passed away from leukemia, every year when we got close to his birthday in March and his death day, my father would would have have these like mini depressions, and 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 he, he was hard to talk to. So. If you have your twenty, and and this happened through his whole life for forty years, you know, after you know his son died, and still forty years later, he was the same thing. So it wouldn't surprise me at the twentieth anniversary, on on the you know the the death of his daughter, he, he would maybe you know part of the panic attacks, part of. So yeah, that could explain a lot of why he was having the panic attacks, why he wanted to get rid of Ellie, why he didn't want to take over any take her anymore, because he was having flashbacks. Of of the hell, of of his mental health of losing his daughter, so it makes sense. That makes now it makes me more sense to his attitude. I like it because he they and it's not like it was came out of left field because there is that scene in the episode where he sees a girl uh, from the back. And, and it, it looks, looks like his daughter. Like his daughter, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think you're right. I think this is weighing down on him big time, and and this is what may be causing a lot of his his problems at the moment. Well, but I like that they're having him do it. They're job, supposed Mike. to just like you know passing it off or whatever, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was a good observation, Mike. I like it. I like it. Um, what's your thoughts, Barrett? You, you haven't said anything on that one. Which one was that? Sorry. The, about the about um the twentieth anniversary and being close to the day that his daughter died. That's one of the reasons why he's having his breakdowns and his his panic attacks. I mean, it could and, be. Um, and sorry, I was listening. It just kind of <laughs> my brain went out for a minute there. It's all good. My 50-year-old brain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it could be. I mean, all those things combined, I mean, I don't know how anybody is surviving, you know, into their 50s in this world because it wouldn't yeah. be a very fulfilling world. It would be a constant survival battle um, yeah. when, you, when you knew something else completely and right. he had a happy life with his daughter and now he doesn't. And, you know, 20 years is a long time, but... Not long enough to forget that. No, That's not for sure. grief, right? And everyone yeah. deals with their grief differently and trauma differently. So, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's like the, that. the whole point it, of him losing, losing your... everybody, right? Losing Tats, losing Sarah. You know, the thought of you know you don't want to get close to Ellie because then you know you have your history or track record, which is you get attached and you lose them. Yep. So I see that that whole thing of like why he kept tried to keep the distance. Yep, was because. He didn't want to have another one on his soul. Yep, yep. Or, or, or he just didn't want 
to have that that pain again if if something bad happened. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Closet it mental health? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. What else? Uh, nice else? The, the other version of the, the Depeche Mode song they used from the first episode. Oh, they, why they used one in this one too? Yeah, yeah the end song. At the end of the episode was the same song, except it was like a different uh, cover version of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. See, see, I missed it because, uh, the, the, um, I was trying to fast forward to oh. them speaking and, and it, yeah, and yeah. it, Reset on me. It's like, God damn it. And then, oh. I, didn't, I, and then I said, ah, oh, fuck it. And I, I never bothered. I hate that when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's weird because Game of Thrones and Westworld never had that problem where it, it, they considered all that as part of the episode. It wasn't, in other words, the credits didn't have a pop up next is coming up next and all this other crap. And, and HBO, for some reason, changed it with this one where where uh, all the the previews pop up at the in the bottom window while they're rolling the credits and it's like let's get this off the screen. So like when Sam, the kid that played Sam, was yeah. being interviewed, I couldn't read any of the things that that he was sign language in because you know they subtitled it in yeah. in uh, in the post credit scenes to talk about you know him and what he did in the show and all that because the damn little boxes of of uh, got to go like, up and select. You got for me my app. Yeah, which is the Roku version of the app. You just click up to select the box with the credits, and it should enlarge it again. Well, that's not that's not what happened for mine. Mine is the credits are still the whole big screen, but mm-hmm. then they have three boxes at the bottom of the screen that show if you like this, here's Game of Thrones, and if you like this, here's, you know. So they have three, and it's oh. on top of the credits. So and it stays on top of the credits as well as on top of. Uh, the interviews with the directors at the end, and it's like I don't—they never had which, this. Which version of the app do you have? Uh, this is Apple's. But yeah, it makes it, sense. It, Apple but, sucks. but but it never happened before. With when I this is the first time I've ever seen it on my Apple. Um, Was there a recent update or something? I don't know. I I, I don't get it. Yeah, well, I because I'm watching it on my TV on my cable, and I don't get any of that. I get just the regular credits. Then yeah, that's how I used and, to get it. That's how I used so. to get it. Yeah. So I'm blaming HBO. HBO don't blame HBO. It's their app, so fuck them. Um, so anything else anybody uh, had on their list that they wanted to bring up that we, we didn't mention yet? Anything? We need more monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Let's speak. I, I wanted to bring one aspect of that scene. Uh, and uh, the monkeys were cool. But who, the, these raiders, um, are these just random uh, You'll find out they're tied to something else. Okay. Maybe. If, if, if they <laughs> the way the game is going, maybe. Yeah, yes. right, right. right. <laughs> the way the show is going, maybe. Maybe, right, right, right. If they follow the game, then they're part of something You'll else. You'll find out they're tied to another group that has to so be encountered. What, what about Pittsburgh? The ones that were in Pittsburgh in the game, were they just random? That was brigade, just, that, just the, the Pittsburgh Hunter Raider group. So. Gotcha, gotcha. That's it. We didn't see. Right? That we didn't see. Right, right, right. We didn't see that. Yeah. But but it's in the game. Gotcha. So so okay, so so there there are raiders out there basically that are grouped together as, as bad people, basically. Yeah. Okay. Just gotcha. roaming bands. Think of Mad Max just without the fun BS. Right, right. 
right, right. music. Right. I mean, shouldn't that be what most people do? Like the moment the apocalypse happens, is to totally like road warrior their, their vehicle. <laughs> Takes everything. <laughs> I want to just do like they did in uh, uh, the one with Furiosa, where they have the person attached to the playing the guitar. Yeah, to have that job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, uh, right. the the Duke warrior. Yeah. 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 Fire fire guitar person. Fire guitar. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was like that's a great invest or investment of your technology. <laughs> right, your right, resources. Right. right. Speaking of Mad Max, I don't think they're having a sequel because George Miller's what? been doing other stuff. Well, he hasn't been doing anything. No, Furiosa's been... coming out. This Furiosa, year. Yeah. this year or next oh. year? Oh, it is okay. Scared me no, there, Phil. Did Miller Miller direct it? You know, and is Hardy still? I don't know. I wonder. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Charlie's there and all the rest of them. Uh, I actually think uh, Theron is not in it, and I don't remember yeah. why. Younger, younger Furiosa, I guess. Oh, that's what. That's too bad. Uh, oh well. You know, George Miller's still involved. Supposedly, her and Hardy didn't she's get along at all. Screenplay and producer. Oh, oh okay. really? Gotcha. I yeah, mean, I knew he'd be producing good. because I'm pretty sure he owns the rights to Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, he's on there as a producer. And it's May twenty fourth, twenty twenty four. It's coming out. Okay, oh, so it's a, yeah. it's a long time for now. Yeah. Uh, Feels like a long Anna, time. It's Anya Taylor Joy who's playing younger Furiosa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Chris Hemsworth is in it, so there you go. Um, now, uh, is Hardy still in it? Uh, yeah, Tom Hardy's in it. Yep. All right. Now back so, yeah, to this here. All right, but, but let's get back to here because our, our listeners are saying, "Why the hell are they talking about fucking Mad Max?" We um, talk awesome. all over the place. It's so, anything else in this episode that anybody had written down that we haven't brought up yet? Anything? Well, I guess maybe that's it. That's all right, it. sounds good. Anybody, anybody see the the trailer? Because I missed the trailer for next week. Because again, it, the app screwed up on me and it shut off on me. It's like, good damn it! Uh, like Ellie goes to the mall. Flashback, yeah. Flashback oh, that's right. It's, flashback it's the flashback one. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I read that that about that one too. That that episode seven was a flashback. Yeah, and uh, there's only two more episodes after the flashback scene. So, that, so there's only three more episodes of the series. So that's interesting. So the penultimate episode. Uh, I believe there's only nine. Is there only nine? Pretty sure that's right. Yeah, it's only nine first season. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so we're almost done. That's crazy. Yeah, so we'll be done. Uh, so basically, how the it's going? Uh, the next episode is February twenty sixth, and then March fifth, and then March twelfth, and we're done. That's it. Crazy. Yeah. It, it carries us into Mandalorian, so that works out nicely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch that show. It so is ten episodes. It says. Or you keep oh, picking cool. the wrong wrong show, so yeah, all right. There we go. Well, no, no, I, I just don't have really interest in watching shows. I, 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 you're right. The, the few shows I do pick, I get bored pretty quick, and I just shut them off. Um, Peacemaker was an exception, but um, uh, but yeah, there, there's a lot of things. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just have uh, have so much other stuff to do that I, I, I can't sit myself down to watch TV unless it's something. Now I'm you really, sound like, like you're show. fifty. <laughs> no, no, I, I've been do, I've been doing this I've been doing this for for twenty something years now. I, yeah, I was watching. I know. Like, That's well, what I helps mean. is if you don't watch the same movie twelve times in one week. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah well, I, I don't know. I just, I just uh, 
have other entertaining things to do than, than if it doesn't hit, something has to work for me. That's all, that's all. I'm not trying to poo-poo other people's opinions of, of, of material. It's just I'm I'm picking. Everyone's got their thing. That's the way it is, right? Nothing wrong with that. You got kids in a family. Anyone. You had them late, so it's gonna take a lot of your time. Yeah, you yeah that's true. Well, and, and then I, I I do I go to the gym all the time, and I, I take walks with the dog all the time, and and I, I read cookbooks continuously because I love cooking. So so I, I got all these other stuff that I do, and I play video games and stuff. So so I don't have time for television shows. It seems it's kind of weird, but yeah. Um, all right, so I think we can probably wrap up this episode here because uh, it seems like we we wasn't really much to talk about. I mean, there was a lot to talk about, but I mean, it, it's it was. You know, it was like easily sectionalized. It, it wasn't like huge set pieces to discuss or anything like that. So right. the problem is that most of it is these characters got together and they talked. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. and, it, and it wasn't necessarily things that were hugely important to the 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 main storyline. I think. If that makes sense. At least in my well, I mean, it's a, there was important character growth and character development and clearing yeah. the relationship. But in the end, if they had cut from when they were like, um, if they just did three months later, and instead of three months later, they were going into the uh, uh, the old man's cabin in the village. If they had just cut to them at the university, would we would the episode with characters have been fundamentally different? Would the story really be fundamentally different? Other than you maybe would be wondering where they got the horse from. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Sean, uh, where did they did they have the horse in the in the uh, video game? Okay, so there's different things. So first off, those characters. At the start, Green Green and his wife, uh, West character, weren't in the game. They're just yeah, creating. I, I figured um, that was true. You didn't have the posse coming after <laughs> after them in the game. They like they actually made it their way to Tommy and the group, but then end up getting sidetracked, having to go to the dam and do a whole bunch of stuff there. And then that's where they like. The one thing that was good is they kept the sequence in the, that was from the game of the conversation where Joel is. Joel is having that conversation with Ellie and like, he did, he's like walk, wanting to walk away from her and like, and you're not my daughter. That, is he, is so, he having a nervous breakdown too or, or panic attack? Well, they're, 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 well they're not, it's not explained the same way as it is right in the show, but right. I mean, you could assume that right. Based on just how he's conducting himself, but just the fact that they kept the sequence from the game where he has that, like they have the blowout that then will, you know, he changes his heart or changes his mind. And they, I thought they did a good job of that in the show. Right. Right. And so his brother gives him the horse in the show too. Yeah. They get the horse and then there's stuff uh, like, you know, again, that stuff that'll happen and what happens. So the situation is when he gets, when he falls on the rebar in the game, and then they try to escape on the horse and he falls off the horse. And then basically there's a cut where she's trying to take care of him and it's midwinter. And okay, then so there's like, she has to go out and provide for them because he can't move. Like he's like mortally injured. Right. Right. And this is where then this is like, it's kind of like, 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 yeah, like the situation where, um, 
what's his name is uh, laid up, right? And then uh, M O O N comes guy comes yeah, exactly, along and, exactly. and has to take care of him, right? Right, um, right. And during and and in the book, not in the, the shows, uh, he's in it. They have to stay at a hotel in somewhere yeah. in the middle of Colorado until the winter passes. Can clear they have, so they can make it through. Yeah. So, so in the game, the winter period is spent with her trying to like heal him or take care of him or provide. And then she gets into stuff that leads into a big story arc. And then the spring is when they end up going to Salt Lake. Gotcha. Now the, the university, does that take place in Colorado? I think it does. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. All right. So, so we'll, we'll see what and happens like, there. And they just like, they should like, even like the design of like the Ram and stuff was like yep. very similar to the game. So there was again, the, that attention to detail, right? Right. That that was another sheep joke right there, Mike. That the ram, right? Yeah, they yeah, there was another one they called back. Yeah. Uh, all right, so so we we got we got a uh, a cliffhanger for until two weeks from now. Uh yeah. we're having a flashback. Um but I'm I'm assuming they're gonna go the same route as the game. Um maybe. Uh because there's no way they can get to Salt Lake City. Um if uh, in the condition he's in, based off of what we just saw at the end of this episode, I just assume that they're speeding up the sequences, right? Of yeah, what, yeah, how, yeah. like in the pacing. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But the other cool thing, I know this is a little thing, is like the detail of like showing giraffes, because that's a, something that's in the game too, and then it'll be something that down the road if it's a really <laughs> cool sequence in the game. What do you mean, giraffes? Explain. Because there's giraffe like pictures and, and shirts and stuff, and yeah. that's in the game as well. And it hints to a cool sequence. Like, it doesn't sound a spoiler, or whatever. But when they get to Salt Lake, where they actually see they're walking into Salt Lake, and then they like uh, Ellie freaks out because she sees giraffes. She's never and, seen them alive. Giraffes. And, and what, were there giraffes in, in this episode here you're talking about? Of some pictures well, it's, they, they're kept hinting in this as the showrunners talked about it. It's having like different like little pictures and little okay. things that for for, for, the, for fans of the game, they would see that yeah. those are Easter eggs. Gotcha. Yeah. So someone like and me like, who, who hasn't played the game, I wouldn't have noticed them probably. No. But it was cool. Like, and again, this isn't a, like, it's not a big spoiler. We know basically where it's going. But when they go into Salt Lake and they see the giraffes, it's a really beautiful sequence in the game. So I imagine that they would be able to do the same thing when they do that in the series. Sure, sure. Right, right. And they, and they may be able to because uh, uh, Mike mentioned 12 Monkeys. Uh, in that movie, they have giraffes running down the highway. And that was CGI from a few or, or matte painting uh, or, or splicing two different films together to make it look like they're running down the highway yeah and, and it worked pretty well so this here they can do it all now with cgi very easily yeah, yeah. the other thing that was i mean, i can't remember if we talked about this last week last week's episode but the showrunners talked about how there's like a cgi um drought that there's not enough people to do all the different cgi stuff that needs to get done okay and that that was like a, so it was a big thing for them to get uh, the guy from ILM that they got and working with Weta to do their stuff because it's like so many shows require and so many movies require CGI now that well, there just isn't enough people to do it. What's what's ILM? What's that? So it's the industrial light, light magic. magic. 
Who are they? What company is that? Is that they're George like, Lucas? They're was... with uh, Lucas and right, right? Yeah, that's what right. Yeah, they're, they're right, the yeah. ones that he, he started in order to do Star Wars, and they were like the big yeah. effects house in the 80s, that's and most of the 90s. And yeah. like, what is the group that did the Lord of the yeah. Rings stuff? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I knew them. Yeah, I mean, I, right, I right, actually right did now know there's I just own. there's just way too many movies being done and TV and shows TV being shows. done. Yeah. And for the effects houses that that are available, and a lot of it is, is is apparently Marvel is a big big problem because Marvel tends to do a lot of things on the fly, yeah. and and then and they're, they'll, and they're willing they'll, to pay. They're willing to and pay they're willing to pay, and then they'll but they'll also then do a big action sequence, and then decide oh you know what we don't want to do that action sequence no you got to change everything and you have three weeks to do it. Right. Or are we? Or are we, we had this character in there before, but now we don't want that character. We want this character instead. So you got to go back and digitally replace everything. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a bit of a mess. Right, 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 um, right. Yeah, well, like the, the the Batista, Zack Snyder zombie film that takes place in Las Vegas. They they literally replaced a CGI or, or refilmed one character with another yeah. one. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Right. Uh, anything else, Sean, that you want to bring up? No, sorry. I think that was it for me. You know. So okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think we can pretty much wrap it up. So um, so next week's episode, its title is called um, – and, of course, I, I, went, I went too far. There we go. Left Behind. And now is this the one with uh, Riley and yes. L? Yeah, Riley. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see that one. And uh, that will be February 26th. Aliza – Johnson is the director. Uh says American film director, producer, and writer. Uh written by Neil Druckmann, one of the co showrunners. Uh she has done um mostly T V. Um but uh, and also other things that aren't necessarily related to directing. Um so she's she's she we'll see her her episode. It's the only episode of the series, I think, that she does. Um so uh, I guess we can give our final thoughts on this episode here, which is called Ken, right? That's the name of it. So uh, let's go with you, Sean. What, what was your final thoughts on Ken? Well, I think it was a good episode. I think the the highlight, again, is just building the relationship with uh, Joel and Ellie. Um, again, I would like to have more infected stuff. I get that it's not the case. Um, but, but taking that out, I mean, I think it's done well. I think the cast does a great job and it's beautifully shot. Right. So I think it was a good episode and we'll see how the, the flashback episode does. And then just, you know, maybe down the road, we can like look back and see like, was there a situation where this, you know, the pacing and stuff maybe could have been different to tell the story differently, but we'll see. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Barrett, what do you got? Yeah. I really like this episode. Um, Again, I'd like more zombies, but I can deal with what we're, we're getting. Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought the acting was great. The scenery was great. And I liked the storyline. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, it is what it is. Uh, I, I really wasn't a big fan of the episode. Um, I, and I pretty much explained why. But uh, um, as, as just the episode of, of television it was good i mean it just wasn't what I, it was like mike said it's a hamburger and not a, a pizza uh mike your final thoughts yeah so i gave up wanting pizza um for for, for this hour of night on sundays uh any other time i'm perfectly fine with pizza um 
and also pretty people had fun with hamburgers too for that matter but um yeah i like i said i liked the episode um i, I don't want to repeat everything we've said and i think what was what is done what's there is is very good and my but my my issue is not what's there it's what's not um and that's what's holding me back from like loving the show as opposed to just appreciating it um and so we'll, we'll see. We'll see where this ends up. We'll see where this goes. Uh, but for those who have listened to our other TV show podcasts, there's been a whole lot of other shows that I've kind of held off my judgment on until we got to the end, thinking that there would be a payoff that would justify everything. And uh, my record on that has not been terribly good. I'm just saying. I would, I would concur. I would concur. Um, I, I am usually the last person to jump off the bandwagon. Uh, but I can think of a say, like say Westworld season three, where I held faith a lot longer than everybody else else did of them tying things together. And nope. Uh, but anyway, I'm still keeping my fingers crossed. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm no longer expecting anything zombie related anymore from this show at all, and I will be happy with what little we get. All right, sounds good. Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, we will be back. Um, on the Tuesday release of our podcast instead of Wednesday release. So next week it will be a podcast released on Tuesday, the 28th of February that we will have our next episode. Uh, again, please email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or go to www.darkdiscussions.com and press contact us and you can email us that way as well. Whichever way you email us, please put in Cordyceps or Last of Us or something like that so we know that the emails for this podcast here, we know there's a lot of listeners of this podcast um, through both feeds, the Dark Discussions podcast feed where you can find this episode as well as the Rise of the Cordyceps Infected podcast feed, again, wherever podcasts are found. And you can also listen to the podcast directly on www.darkdiscussions.com because each episode is there on its own page. Um, but we want to uh, definitely have emails so we can uh, put your uh, emails on the podcast. We'll we'll read them out, talk about them, your opinions, what you felt, uh, how you feel the show's going, how it compares to the video game, uh, the number of zombies or the lack of zombies, the the changes uh, or the characters' uh, um, friendship, anything. We will read it on the podcast. Um, and any, any flattering things you want to say about us? Um, all right. So anybody oh, whining too much? Yeah, that's true. Uh, any any uh, further things anybody want to say? Anything? Anyone? Nope. Just thanks for continuing to join us on the adventure. All right. So with all that stated, Mike, why don't you do this out? Well, thank you for listening to us discuss uh, episode six of The Last of Us. Uh, the episode's called Kin? The Kin or Ken? Kin, as Kin. in family. Okay. And um, we hopefully you'll tune in next week where we will watch episode 1.7. Uh, Ellie goes to the mall, and maybe there'll be some infected in that one.